Hey friends, my name is Casey May and I am so excited to finally introduce Keeping Up With Casey, podcast edition. Hey guys, it's Casey. Welcome back. Um, you guys know the drill. Sorry, I have sucked recently and I told myself I would record a podcast once a week and post on Mondays and here we are like almost three weeks later of no podcast. Um, yeah, life is just busy, and I literally have only had time to sleep. Like, I leave the house before 8 o'clock every day and don't get home until after 10, and I just am exhausted all the time. But, anyway, that's not, like, a good enough excuse I should put. I don't even know. Anyway, okay, so, <laughs> all over the place today. A couple of disclaimers before I start. One, I sound like a man. Um, Literally, I don't know, I just, like, woke up and, like, sound like a man. So, love that for me. Um, honestly, you guys, I record these and I post them and I never listen to them again, so I don't blame you if you don't want to listen to this because I hate how my voice sounds, so I can only imagine what other people think of how annoying my voice is. Um, number two, the topic we're talking about today is, oh my gosh, um, my disordered eating habits and self-image, and let me just start off by saying that this is super personal, um, if we can get any more personal than what you guys already know about me, that's where we're at. Um, a lot of people, one, didn't know that I was struggling with this because honestly, I didn't either for the longest time. And two, a lot of the people even now don't know like how bad it got um, or what like really happened or things like that. Like Even like my family, friends, and people that are super close to me don't know. Um, and they probably won't ever know. That it got super bad. Um, you guys won't know the full depth of how bad it got. But I, as much as I don't want to talk about this, I feel like I should. One, to, I feel like I keep saying one. First off, to um, help me just like get it out. I don't know about you guys, but I always feel better when I just like talk to somebody and like get all my feelings out and like just release it. I don't know. Therapy things. Um, and two, for whether you guys are going through the same thing. Um, or you have friends going to do the same thing, or maybe just to have a different perspective on it. I know a lot, a lot, a lot of people, when they hear the word eating disorder, um, they think like skin and bones, making stuff, puke, things like that. And although those are very real, um, I don't want to say symptoms, like very real, like parts of it. There's also different things that go on with it. Um, it just like depends on the person and depends on the situation for me. <clears throat> there's only one kind of point where I lost a lot of weight but for the most part uh, my body responded to it by my hair falling out my nails being super brittle being super super tired um being super moody breaking out a lot like things like that like that's how my body responded to being unnourished um whereas some people they do lose a lot of weight or they gain a lot of weight or things like that so just I don't want you guys to like think of the stereotypical image you think of when you hear eating disorder. I know when I first started telling people what was really going on, I got a, a lot of comments like, oh, you don't look like you have an eating, eating disorder. You don't look like you're sad. You don't look like that. Like you look fine. What's wrong with you? Go eat a cheeseburger. Just eat food. You'll be fine. And like, that's not how it works. And that would frustrate me so much and like a big reason why I didn't tell a lot of people is because I didn't look like what they wanted me to look like like I don't know how to explain it but they almost would get annoyed that I was 
like going through things because I wasn't sick enough. And I just want you to know like, you can struggle with things and like, I look at it in the way that like, I don't have an eating disorder. I have disordered eating. Um, and I feel like a lot of people have disordered eating. Like to be honest, a lot of people struggle with it, whether they realize it or not. Mine just got to the point that like, it was getting unhealthy and unsafe for me. So, um, luckily I've had really supportive friends and family that care about me. And honestly, like they caught some of the symptoms and um, characteristics before I ever did. Um, and they support me through it and they're always there. And I have a lot of friends that text me every day or so. and like, did you eat today? Like, did you eat something besides your iced coffee this morning? Like things like that. Um, and that means a lot. So if you're listening and you're one of those people, you mean a whole lot to me. And I honestly don't know what I'd do or where I'd be without my friends and family. So I feel like the only way for this to make sense is kind of go give you guys another timeline from when I was little up till now. Because I feel like everything kind of snowballs and it will make things make more sense. Um, I feel like anything I say doesn't really make sense, but hopefully I'm going to try my best to not be all over the place. Um... I've tried to record this like literally 10 times yesterday. I just broke down crying every single time. So I'm literally recording this in one shot. <laughs> I'm not going to edit it at all and then post it and go from there. As much as I don't want to talk about this, I feel like I should. So to start off, when I was little, I, I've i always been super active. I started out in dance and gymnastics and then ended up doing cheerleading um, while my brothers did football fun story they like their coach asked them to tackle each other one day and they just stood there and cried which I think is so funny but like they football's not for them but I've stuck with cheerleading ever since whether that be um I did rec cheer then and then all-star in high school and college and now I'm a cheer coach so it has always been a huge part of my life um but with doing a sport like cheerleading your body kind of adapts to it so for instance like cross-country runners their body adapts to what they need to be competitive and be good in their sport through practices and trainings and things like that well in cheerleading you like use it's literally your body like you use your body more than anything um rather than like a ball or bat or something like that you use your body so because of that my body adapted to what I needed hence I have very muscular like dominant quads and calves and um like I just my legs are pretty dominant that mixed with my genetics um I just, I've always been, I'm like 5'1", guys. I'm like short and muscular, and that's just how I've always been. Um, before I ever went to the gym or anything, like, that's just my body type. So, sorry, I feel like I'm, like, talking super fast and just rambling. Um, but honestly, I kind of embraced it when I was little. Even in high school, like, I could squat more than the baseball players in my lifting class. I, like, I was, like, the athletic girl. Um, my hand-eye coordination is trash, but... I, like, I looked like an athlete more than, like, some guys <laughs> looked like an athlete, to be honest. Um, but, like, I took pride in that. But then once we really got into high school, I feel like I started, just like any other girl, started to compare myself a lot. Compare myself to what other girls looked like. And, well, they had skinnier thighs. And, like, they still have a big butt, but they have skinnier thighs. Or um, they're taller. Like, things like that. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I compared myself so much. Um to everyone else and to be honest like I feel like that's when my disordered eating pattern started was in high school I remember I would go to my doctor every year for my fiscal and she would always be like okay like I don't know they just ask you all the questions they have to ask you 
and throughout high school like my mom's the same way even now but like we're just like a snacky household like I rather just snack throughout the day than like sit down sit down and have real meals um so I lived off things like Cheez-Its or granola bars or trail mix or I don't know like string cheese like things like that like that's just what I would prefer over sitting down and having like a full-blown meal um mainly there's a couple reasons I would say why sorry um I was super busy in high school I would leave the house before 6 a.m or before 7 a.m at least every day um would go to work out in the morning go to school all day go to practice after school and then go to work after practice so I wouldn't get home until 8 or 9 even 10 most nights um so throughout the day I always got my iced coffee and this can be like a whole different episode but like I feel like from high school especially through COVID especially through like the time that we were in lockdown like my daily drive to get my coffee was like my therapy session <laughs> like I know that's so weird to say but like it was part of my routine it gave me a long time in the car to think and to listen to music and to like I don't know I feel like I just always made effort to my iced coffee every day which is so weird so dumb but like honestly that's what happened um and then I would have like a snack throughout the day like a granola bar or string cheese or something and then I very rarely ate lunch but then would try and have something before practice whether it be like a banana or some Ritz crackers or just something in my system and then a lot of times I wouldn't eat dinner until like eight or nine at night which sorry I feel like I'm like choking on my own saliva um which is super bad for your metabolism super bad but I like that's just my routine um a lot of times I didn't eat lunch at school because okay there's like a couple different reasons I so I went to a huge high school like huge and the cafeteria had at least 500 kids in it at a time and just like the thought of that gave me so much anxiety and just like I don't know I I'm a people person I feel like I'm talk a lot I literally never shut up um but just like the thought of like sitting in a cafeteria gave me so much anxiety and so a lot of times I would just sit in one of my classrooms and do homework which I needed to do homework then anyway because I was super busy I didn't have time when I got home um and number two the like smell of food or the thought of food a lot of times makes me super nauseous to the point like I would go to the bathroom and puke because I would like walk past the cafeteria and got like a sniff of like the food it got pretty bad but like I just could not stand the thought of food not even just cafeteria food because I feel like my school had pretty good options um like we had chick-fil-a some days and we had pizza pizza some days and things like that but just like the no matter what it was like the thought of food just made, made me want to vomit um so I really didn't eat during lunch sometimes I would go and get like a bagel or something like that just so I had something in my system but um really just like I despise lunchtime as an all-time high. <laughs> um, that, like, kind of got better every once in a while. I feel like I hid. Sorry, guys. I feel like I'm really all over the place. I feel like I hid it pretty well for my friends what I was going through, though, because um, I, like, still w would go out to eat with them and, like, things like that. But say, like, I went to dinner with my friends at B-Dubs on, like, a Thursday night. I wouldn't eat anything all day Thursday so that I could go out to eat Thursday night. Or I would not eat Friday to, like, make up for it. Um, so, I feel like I still even do that now. Like, say I'm going to go out to dinner with a friend. I won't eat all day to prepare so that I feel like I can eat later. Um, but then, well, now everyone knows because I'm saying it on my podcast. But, like, 
for the longest time no one's known because they don't know that I do that, <laughs> that I do that. Um, totally just exposing myself here, but like, gonna be truthfully honest with you guys, I feel like that's the only right way to do this is to be honest. Um, so yeah, no one really knew. Um, there was a point in state week, my junior year, so like I said, I was on the competition cheerleading team, we like won state eight times and like super good, I'm gonna be honest, we were super good. Um, my junior year, we won state uh, for the ninth time. And I remember, like, leading up to state, I was like, I want to be super skinny. I want to be, like, I just want to be good at this. Like, I want to do good. So I remember I was like, I just need to cut out all the junk food. All the junk food, all the junk, and, like, eat clean. And because of that, I literally was not eating. I was eating maybe some broccoli, uh, maybe some chicken every once in a while. Like, I, not enough food that I needed to fuel my body. Um, it got to the point where, like, the week before and the week of practices, during water breaks, I would run to the bathroom and puke. Um, and, like, it got to the point that, like, I wasn't eating enough to be puking, but I was still making myself throw up. Um, like, oh, this, I just don't want to talk about this, but, like, the image that pops in my head right now is, like, me in the bathroom by the field house with my fingers down my throat and just like making myself puke so that I feel like I could feel better to go back to practice um oh I I'm gonna cry but like that's honestly what happened and no one knew um a couple of my like teammates and friends didn't know I was throwing up but they didn't know like I was making myself throw up um and then Wednesday one of my friends tattled on me because the coach was like hey where's Casey like we got stuff to do and my friend was like, oh, she's puking in the bathroom. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> like, you seemed fine. Like, why are you puking? I was like, oh, like, I'm fine. Um, but I really just didn't want to be taken out of anything and things like that. Um, Thursday night, I remember we had our showcase. So our all of our friends and family were there to watch. And I remember we were, like, halfway through the second run through. And my body, I was doing a running layout. And my body just collapsed. Like, just I had no control over my body anymore. I just like face went into the ground, which is so embarrassing because I feel like I was a pretty strong tumbler that year. Um, and then we like moved on to the next thing in the pyramid again, it collapsed because I like they always say mind over matter, but I really just had no control over my body because I just like I don't I don't even know it was bad. Um, I remember the next thing was dance and everyone's going to dance spot and I just book it out of the North Gym and run to the bathroom and puke and. I remember in that moment I was like I'm going I'm going to die like I I was so like not okay in that moment that I was like how did I let myself get this bad how did I let myself like how did I let this happen like I'm letting everyone down because I'm selfish but I was like I can't even control what I'm eating like they always say like oh just eat a cheeseburger just eat more food you're fine but it's way more than that it's more of like a mental thing than a physical physical thing like if I could eat normally and eat, like, real meals and eat healthy, like, I totally would have done that. But I just, like, mentally, I, that was the, like, last thing on earth I wanted to do. <sighs> um, so I remember that night I went to the emergency room and I obviously was severely dehydrated. So I got lots of IVs put in, um, lots of, like, saline. And that kind of felt better. I remember I, like, chugging g2 purple gatorades like that i think that's the only thing that's running through my blood um 
So I literally lived off of that for like the next week. I was eating a lot of like salty things and like Cheez-Its and just like things to like keep my body, like just put anything in my body at that point. Um, I remember also that night the doctor was like, hey, look, if you wouldn't have come in tonight by tomorrow, the next day you would have passed out and we would have had to put you on dialysis because your kidneys are literally deteriorating. I can't speak. Um, but basically the proteins in my kidneys, um, were like breaking down and my body wasn't absorbing anything because my kidneys weren't working properly. Um, and I remember when the doctor told me that I was like, oh shoot, like this is, this is bad. Um, but then like I went home, <laughs> went to school for like a couple hours the next day so I could go to practice, went to practice, cut off my hospital wristbands and acted like nothing ever happened. Like. I didn't want anyone to treat me differently. I remember my coach being pretty upset with me, not in the way of like, she was mad at me, but of like, why didn't you tell me what was going on type thing? Even though like, I definitely lied to her constantly when she was like, did you eat last night? Like, did you eat today? Like, do you have stuff in your system so you're okay for practice? And I was like, oh yeah, like I'm fine. I had chicken and broccoli and rice last night. Like, all good. I lied to her every time, which I have a feeling she kind of knew I was lying to her when she would ask those questions, but... I remember the night in the hospital, she was like, what is going on? Like, why didn't you tell me you didn't feel good? And I was like, because I didn't want to be taken out of anything. Like, I don't want to let anyone down. And like, that's just how I am as a person. I hate letting people down. I like, I just want to like fix everything. And I learned a lot since then. Like, you can't take care of other people if you can't take care of yourself type thing. Um, so I feel like that was very like a learning moment. Um. From then on, my eating kind of got better, but not really. I remember, so state is in November and nationals were in January. And like, I didn't do almost any practices like leading up to them because my body just couldn't handle it. Like I couldn't do anything without like puking and like wanting to literally fall apart. Um, but I feel like I don't really remember anything else happening too much. I kind of took it low-key after nationals just like resting my body um and then like the next year at state and stuff I kind of learned how to like feel my body a little better not that I was like any better with my eating but I made sure I at least 84 practices and after and drink a lot of water and things like that um so then we're at like spring of 2020 so now COVID has hit, I feel like this is taking a whole different turn, but like still very important to this whole story. So I feel so sorry that this, this is all over the place, but we take a turn and it's like March, I guess March, April, May of 2020. And I was in my first relationship, which was extremely toxic and just like not healthy for me whatsoever, but I'm dumb and I just want to make everyone else happy. Remember guys, like, I just, I don't know. But anyway, so I'm in this relationship, right? And he is very like, oh, you weigh more than my brother does. You ate more than my brother. Like, just stupid stuff like that. And like, you'd be hotter if you had slimmer thighs. And like, just like weird comments. Not weird comments, like little comments. I don't think he like realized affected me as much as I did. Um, And just there was a lot of problems in the relationship where I <laughs> cried myself to sleep most nights and things like that and it got to the point that I think I lost just about 20 pounds um like during a lockdown not because I was in the gym working so super hard not because I was eating super clean but because I was like crying so hard I made myself throw up every night um I think I weighed like 130 before that and I got down to about 112 so almost 20 pounds um and like 
I just wouldn't eat and I was worried all the time and I was crying all the time like very very unhealthy and I didn't realize how bad that I got either until I remember I went to the doctor and I got weighed um and the scale said like 110 111 and I was like whoa and even my doctor was like hey like last time I saw you like six months ago you weighed like 130 131 and now you're at like what's going on I'm like I don't know and I was like oh nothing like just life <laughs> just life um so that was I remember once I got down that low um I like was addicted to weigh myself like I was addicted to the scale I would weigh myself every day um and like wanting that number to go down every day so that I could be pretty for him um he also made a lot of comments like make sure you're wearing makeup so you don't embarrass me in front of my friends make sure like you look really you look a lot better with a self like spray tans like make sure you use spray tan before anything um what else like just things like that like the funny part is I never even met his friends like I met his parents twice like I don't know why he cared so much about how I looked um or like make sure you look like not bad in your Instagram posts and things like that so it really doesn't even matter because I was always hidden but part of me feels like I was hidden because I was ugly or because I was fat or because I wasn't good enough to be shown off. Um, so I feel like that's where a lot of my self-image came into play too is because I was like trying to like, I was, guys, I was box eyeing my hair every two weeks um, to like a dark brown color because he made a comment one time about how I looked like impossible because I had red hair. I was getting a spray tan that was like $45, like at least once a week. So I looked tan and pretty for him and I, I don't know, like I just, I was so invested in how I looked, I really, I like neglected myself in a way, if that even makes sense. Um, so I feel like that was like the lowest point I'd been. I remember like getting out of that and just like looking back and being like, what the heck is going on? Like I got out of that and like dyed my hair blonde, I got my nails done with a gift card <laughs> I sold that I bought for him and like. I like got a tan not because he asked me to but because I wanted to and just like I just like had to find out who I was as a person without trying to please other people which I still feel like I very much try to please other people but in a different way um if that makes sense there's a lot of times I would like post pictures or like send snapchats and like in the mirror and like trying to look good so I could get validation or like compliments back and not in a way that, like, I, like, like, fish for them or, like, want to be, like, a whore. Like, I don't, that's, like, a really strong word. But, like, not that I wanted to, like, get around all the guys and things like that. But because I felt like I needed that to, like, fill the void in me. Like, I, like, was so, like, empty on the inside that I needed all this validation and compliments. And, like, that's when I turned to Tinder. I know I talked about this in my last episode. But, like, I turned to Tinder because I was, like, I. Like, it makes me feel good to swipe right and, like, get all these matches and, like, get all these compliments and things like that. Um, and now I'm really lucky that I have people in my life that, like, compliment me and, like, make me, make me feel wanted and special and things like that. But at the time, I very much felt lost and unwanted and unneeded and more of, like, a burden in anyone's life than I was, like, a positive in their life, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm kind of lost, but so that happened around um, end of high school. Then I go to college. And college, just, the college I went to was not for me. I was very depressed there. Um, originally, I lived with three other girls who were all cheerleaders, too. 
and they all ended up quitting super early, so I was the only cheerleader in my apartment, the only one waking up at 5 a.m. to go to workouts, the only one going to study tables and like things like that. Um, I missed home a lot, and I had a lot of personal problems going on, and family problems, and boy problems, and like I just like didn't know, like I just was not okay. I laid in bed a lot and like just cried and slept and felt really sorry for myself which I know I shouldn't have in the time like I didn't know what to what else to do besides like want to feel sorry for myself um I also was on the cheer team which I kind of talked about before but I I've always been a base because I've always been a little bigger not bigger but like more muscular and a little stocky um so I've just always been a base because there's been girls smaller than me well I go to college and I am asked to fly which I've always wanted to fly. I'm just, like, not someone who you would put in the air, I guess. Um, I'm not tall and skinny, and I quote, like, the ideal flyer look. Um, so, I remember I was asked to lose, not lose weight, but, like, basically lose weight. Like, tone up weighs, like, 10, 15 pounds, like, just so it's easier for the guys to put me in the air. Um, I remember I went to my coach one day and I tell, um, or when was it? I came back from having COVID and I asked my coach, I was like, hey, I have a lot going on. Can I come talk to you tomorrow, like in your office? And she's like, yeah, sure. So I go to talk to her and I'm telling her all this, like, I just had COVID. I just got broken up with. I feel like I suck at school. I feel like I suck as a friend. I like my parents are fighting. I have all this going on. Like, I just don't know what to do. And I remember she ended the conversation with, oh, like, really sorry, but like, it'll be fine. Like, just, we gotta get you toned up, lose some weight. You'll be good. Like, work super hard in the gym, I have practices, you'll be fine, type thing, and I remember just, like, being like, okay, yeah, because, again, people pleaser, I left her office and just broke down on my way back to my apartment, because I remember thinking, like, I, I wish I could show you guys a picture of, like, what I looked like in the uniform, but I had never been skinnier, like, I had never been smaller, I literally was starving myself, I would eat, um, like with friends or things like that but the cafeteria food grossed me out again um I would like snack on things but never really like I never ate breakfast very rarely ate lunch if I did it was like ramen noodles or something and then dinner I just like kind of tried to forget about <laughs> sometimes if I'm being honest um and so I remember thinking like I don't know how I'm supposed to lose weight like I'm already starving myself I'm already not eating like how bad does she want me to get but she also didn't even know what I was going through because I never told anyone. So it's not her fault at all. It's my fault. But, like, it didn't help the situation at all. Um, so I remember one night I was just, like, in a slump for, like, a week. Like, I I remember, like, some of my roommates were gone for a couple of days. And I just, like, the thought of going to practices, the thought of going to workouts, I would cry so hard I would make myself throw up again. Um, like, you guys know when, like, a three-year-old has a tantrum and, like, they cry so hard and throw themselves on the ground and make themselves throw up. Like, I wasn't throwing myself on the ground, but, like, I was laying in bed throwing up, crying so hard, like, making myself gag. Um, and I remember calling my dad one night and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I need to come home. I am not happy here. I hate it. Like, I, I can't do this anymore. And I remember I came home. Um... And my parents were basically like, okay, you can come home, but you're not just going to sit here. Like, you need to be productive and, like, do things. So, I started coaching, which I'm so thankful that that was, like, what I chose to do. Because it's just, like, the best thing in my life, if I'm being honest. Best thing. 
I remember like being little and having amazing coaches to look up to and now I'm one of those for my athletes and that's just like the best feeling in the world um and also around the same time in like November I started working night shift at the hospital and I've talked about this before too a lot but I loved it so much such a great experience learned a lot like still talked to a lot of my coworkers from there and things like that but working night shift if you guys thought my eating schedule and like my eating habits were already screwed up it got 10 times worse I literally was not eating at night and if I did it was like something small or like a snack or something um and I would come home go straight to bed wake up not be hungry because I'm not already not a breakfast person um be super busy forget to eat and it's like repeat that cycle um literally every day and that on top of like working with mental health patients as much as that was super rewarding and I loved it so much it got really tough at a point where I was like I don't know how I'm how I'm supposed to help other people go through things when I am falling apart on the inside myself like I there were so many days or so many nights I guess that like I would go in the laundry room and just cry because my boyfriend is being a butthead or I was like hungry but nothing sounded good or I just like literally like I was so emotional my hormones were all out of whack like I just could not deal like I got to the point where like I would cry before I go into work and cry at work and cry when I left work and um I remember like one night I kind of joked about I was like oh yeah like I cried in the laundry room um and so my coworkers were like oh (laughs) I was like no I actually did like I had to do around 11 15 and it was 11 11 I had four minutes to cry like that's that's like what happened and I feel like I really, like, my family in a way tries to joke about things instead of, like, dealing with things. So I just, like, was sarcastic about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, let me go cry. I'll be right back. And I would go cry and I'd be right back. And they would think I was joking, but, but I wasn't. Um, and so it also was a little tricky because I was working on pediatric mental health floor. And so I had patients that were not that far or not that much younger than I was going through similar like self-image and body dysmorphia and eating disorder problems and like I it was so tough to like just be in that situation because I wanted to help them so bad um but I was struggling with similar things and I don't want to compare myself at all to what they were going through because it's not the same but in a way I just like had to distance myself a lot from those patients and not get attached trying not to invest myself too much into them because I just I couldn't for either one of us like it wouldn't have been healthy for either one of us um so yeah I ended up leaving there after about six months and I remember before a little bit before I left I was talking to a couple of the nurses I was like hey um it was like in the parking lot after work one morning and I was like hey like what would someone do if they think that they have like an eating disorder and I remember one of them going Casey just go to your doctor, like, you need help, go to your doctor, and I was like, uh, okay, I, like, it's about me, type thing, I was like, I don't know what to do, and so I remember I went to my doctor, literally, like, the next day, and I'm, like, getting checked in, and the, and the medical assistant's like, okay, like, why are you here, what's going on, and I, like, kind of tell, tell her a little bit, I'm basically like, so I think I have an eating disorder, yada, 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 um, and I remember my doctor coming in and be like, hey, Casey, like, these notes don't make sense, like, why are you here, I'm so confused, and I basically broke down in her office and tell her everything. I'm just like, like, you guys think I overshare now, but I just, like, let it all out. And I remember her responding with, yeah, I would definitely agree that you have an eating disorder. I um, also think you're severely depressed. 
And when I heard her say that, I just, like, broke down even more. And I told her, I was like, no, like, I take care of people that are depressed. And I am someone who's supposed to be strong. And, like, I'm not depressed. I'm fine. Like, I just have a lot going on and I'm stressed, but I'm not depressed. And I remember her being like, okay, well, I want to start you on antidepressants, um, some medicine, and, like, see how that works. And I told her no. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Um, my ex um, that I broke up, like, about a month or so before going to the doctor, and it's all kind of coming to a head, um, had a really bad response to the antidepressant she wanted to put me on, as well as my dad has had a really bad response to it, too. And a lot of antidepressants, if you guys don't know, are black black box warnings um so basically your symptoms could get a lot worse it could create suicidal ideation it could create um just like it could get worse before it gets any better and I was really scared that that would happen to me um and so I told her no um a couple days later I went to a workout class like a 45 minute hit class and I remember I was like 10 minutes into it and had to go to the bathroom and puke because I just like my body was falling apart um, and, like, at the time when I was going to the gym, I was burning way more calories than I was consuming, and I know it's important to be, like, in a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight, but it got to the point that, like, I wasn't eating anything and still burning 700, 800 calories, which is ridiculous. Like, that's so unsafe, but I didn't care at the time. But I remember sitting in the bathroom at this gym just, like, bawling and throwing up and, like, trying to make myself throw up so that I could feel better and go back out there and finish it, but it just... I felt like such a wimp and I was like I in high school I used to be able to do all these things like work out for so long and lift weights and things like that and now I can't even do a warm-up without like feeling like I'm gonna die and pass out um so I remember I like went home that day and I was like I'm gonna try them and I started taking fluoxetine for it was like 10 milligrams once a day sorry guys I feel like I'm just trying to rush this like I want to be done with it um started taking that and I eventually I know you're not supposed to like quit them cold turkey but I most definitely did because I just I didn't want to have to rely on medicine be normal which I know a lot of people say the same thing like, I didn't want to have to take it every day I didn't want to do things like that and I felt like after I'd been taking them for about a month I felt a lot better and I was like oh I'm feeling so good I can stop and it just went back to what it was <laughs> like it just I was such a hot mess for so long I feel like um where I'm at now is a lot better. I feel like I still struggle with things a lot. And a lot of people... I feel like I just have gotten pretty good at hiding it. Um, a lot of people, even the people really close to me, don't know to an extent, like, what I think or what I go through or what is actually happening. Um, I will say I have gotten a lot better with eating habits. Like, I, like I, the other night I went out um, with one of my coworkers and went to Red Robin, like, had a full bacon cheeseburger and fries, like... Wow, shocker, I ate all of it. I definitely did not eat the whole bun, but I ate at least all the meat and the fries, um, or at least half the fries. I didn't, like, oh, sorry. I, like, went to Chipotle a while ago and, like, had half a bowl for dinner and had the next half for lunch. So I feel like I'm at least, like, eating now, which is a lot better. Um, and food doesn't always make me feel nauseous. I feel like I can eat around other people and not, like, feel super self-conscious. Um, so, like, the eating part of it is getting a lot better, I will say. Um, I think also, like, being on a normal schedule, like, eating during the day and sleeping at night, <laughs> literally, life changer. Like, as much as I love night shift, it just screwed me over so much for being, like, an 18-year-old girl that, like, didn't know what I was doing and just feeling, like, death. Um, oh, sorry, I just dropped my pen. 
the self-image part of or side of things I feel like also has gotten a lot better um to an extent I still feel very self-cautious like I remember this past season um one of my athletes had like a pool party for their birthday that I got invited to and I didn't go because I didn't wear want to wear like a bathing suit in front of people and I know before you say like oh but you post bikini pics on Instagram and you like can wear like a sports bra to the gym like things like that I feel like it's different in the way that like as much as I don't want to say this like Instagram you can edit things and you can make sure you like have good at angles and like you can really nitpick it whereas in real life like you're not gonna look good all the time even if you do look good like like just being honest like that's how that's like the reality of it and I feel like I have such a hard time struggling with that like I'd rather wear leggings um than shorts any day I hate wearing shorts I feel like my thighs just look ginormous in them so you will like I'd rather wear leggings and tank top than shorts and a long like t-shirt type thing um so I feel like I'm just rambling right now but trying to like get it all out um I feel like I still am very like self-conscious and I still kind of rely on validation from others in a way um but I feel like it's also just like who I am as a person like not even validation just for my looks but like for doing a good job for like working hard for being smart and things like that like I just like crave like compliments like affirmations um fun fact I think I'm gonna do an episode actually about uh the five love languages but mine is most definitely words of affirmation like I'd rather you tell me that you appreciate me and you care about me and I'm doing a good job than like buy me gifts any day um but yeah I'm trying to I think that's honestly everything I feel like I'm missing so much stuff but that's at least all I want to talk about right now um I just want you guys to know like if you are going through this or you know someone who might be or things like that like just keep an open mind like love them as much as you can because it's hard for them just as much as it might be hard for you to like deal with it and like change your habits to help them it's 10 times worse for them going through it um and yes you can tell someone to like eat more or like things like that or oh you do look good you look so good like why do you care like as much as you want to but that may not change anything so just like open your mind keep an open perspective um if you are going through it definitely get help um you don't even have to get like go to therapy or things like that although like I will say therapy um and like medication did help me to a certain extent like just even talking to other people talking to people you trust and like you rely on it helped me so much like I can't even tell you guys how much like my mom has helped me and my friends and the nurses I worked with at the hospital and things like that just like having people that you can open up to and just like that care about you and support you means 10 times more than people who are just like oh you're fine get over it um I don't think a lot of people realize that like um an eating disorder or disordered eating is a mental disorder like mental illness like it's not like they just choose not to eat it's literally something in your brain like that your body's not connected with your brain and your heart and like just like all that stuff it's hard it's tricky it's a lot I know this episode is probably a lot to listen to so congrats if you listened all the way really sorry you had to listen to all this I just I don't know I it's hard (laughs) gonna be honest it's hard but it's so worth it to get help and to get better and I wouldn't want anyone to go through it alone so if you are 
DM me on Instagram, Snapchat me, whatever you want to do, text me, and I would love to help you as much as I can or give you some resources that could help you. So, hope you guys enjoy it, and I will see you next time. Bye, guys.